0: So you're looking at or you're listening to Queen and the Wingman. And I'm loving, honestly, I have to say, I am loving the green. I'm loving the green. Oh you're yeah. Rhea me...
1: picked it up for me. She picks up a lot. I wanted some different colors, especially for spring and summer. I'm going with a lot of bright colors. I'm black grayed out a little bit. So
0: Okay. Well, thank you. Well, happy Rhea. Thank you. so we wanted to talk about relationships but not in a typical sense because we're talking about things you know more post-divorce with children you know because we 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 talk about normally when we think dating we think people before children before marriage but what happens after you've had that? one either marriage or, and ends in divorce Mm -hmm. or that one long-term relationship that makes you pretty much, you know, you, it wasn't quite a marriage, but you feel like you're with that person forever. And now you're getting back into the dating Mm pool. And it's hard. (laughs) Like you, you actually rediscover that. It's just like, where the heck have I been? Am I under a rock? Yeah. Have I lost my marbles or has the rest of the world gone crazy? (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it's so strange. And then I think one of the things is we're protective of the kids when they're little, but then you have people that now, especially after a long-term relationship or of course marriage, you have children that are either teens or young adults and now it's like, do I get their perspective? Do they have to like this person that I'm dating? Mm-hmm. You know, it gets a little bit dicey, yeah.
1: you know? It's hard.
0: So it, 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 it's, it's kind of weird on both fronts. Because, I mean, one of the things is I was always the mom that was protective of my child. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, you know, coming out of a long-term relationship with his dad, and then I was always the one that you're first of all, you're not going to meet my child unless I know it's something serious. Mm. So we're going if we're going on a couple of dates, not happening. Of course. You know, but if we're definitely in a relationship, I still take time to figure you out, figure out how this is going to work. And then there's an introduction. Sure. Um, so it's just one of those things of okay, the introduction happens. Now, What? how does my child feel about you? Are they comfortable around you? Sure. Because if, if he's not, that makes me wonder why. Now I have to sit down and ask him, well, what's going on? Why are you feeling this way? What's up? Yeah. You know, um, but now that he's older, it's like, you know, and he can kind of voice what he's doing. It's, there's just this weird... You know sometimes and i think what guys are more protective of their moms Mm. because you know sometimes we'll we'll go out we're like having you know this mother-son outing and he's like so why are you looking at my mom like that
1: (laughs) you know like right right of course
0: so it's 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 just you know really really it's different it's really really different and then even if you meet someone, let's say, while you're by yourself, and now you start having conversations with this person right? and trying to figure out where things are going. And I think that's really what it is, is for me, social media has kind of blurred the, where for me before there was a definite path. Mm. Now people are trying to say, well, you know, it's kind of like this and kind of like that. And I don't like the wishy-washy thing. I, I am not a wishy-washy person. Right. So it's like, I like, let me know where we're going. Is this just a dating thing? Is this, are you, are you possibly looking at a long-term thing? You know, and no, no one's asking you to look for marriage. And I think that's the one thing that I find a lot of times is sometimes talking to guys is they think as soon as you ask them like what their goal is, it's like, well, I'm not trying to get married. First of all, like, I just met you like almost two seconds ago, figuratively. <laughs> I am not trying to marry you in the next two seconds. Right. So it's just like so. It's 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 very odd. It's very odd for me.
1: I'm sure, like I I have a program. It's called Mastering Self Confidence, where it's really about helping men find the woman of their dreams, even if they've been through a bad breakup or divorce. Because most people have been in relationships, and a lot most people went through something usually bad at the end, one or the other got hurt. I don't care how it is. And usually no one comes out unscathed. But I, what I kind of learned at a young age, because my parents got divorced at a young age, um, was learning how to maneuver your life around uh, like step-parents, right? And, and back in the 70s, there weren't many divorced parents, especially in Italian households. But I was able to be around my stepmother's family who treated me unbelievably. And my stepfather's family who treated me unbelievably. And I actually liked my parents getting divorced because I was also able to kind of individually be with them separately. So then my father even moved to Florida. So I got to spend time with just my pops, me and him. And then I got to be just me and my mom. It wasn't like if there was three of us, they were kind of always together. And it was kind of like, you know, and if it was just kind of shit or whatever, however you want to look at it. I kind of got all the attention. Let's call it for what it was. And then when I went on to get a divorce myself, I had an incredible divorce. Um, I probably had one of the best divorces because me and my ex-wife were like best friends. And then we ended up like almost brother sister as time went on where I think a lot of people in relationships, when it starts to go bad, they start to f- verbally abuse each other. They could even physically abuse each other. We would never allow that in front of our children. We also would never let anyone else disrespect us or each other. And I mean, it it just was not acceptable because I definitely am not going to have my daughters having me talk shit about my ex or me allowing anybody to do that. And then as I ended up in another relationship with Rhea, she was, she had a divorce and she's not from a divorce. So I was able to really relate with her two kids because I came from a divorce household, I guess you could say. And I said, some of the things they're going through, you don't understand it. Because your parents are still together. And when your parents do split, the dynamic is never the same. Because again, you're balancing not only, you know, them two, but now they each have somebody else that they're involved with too. So now there's four people involved. Now throw in if they have kids, right? I'm just saying. So now there's that dimension. So divorce on every level is very confusing and very hard, I think. But on the same end, it's a lot of times how you handle it. And if you handle it with hatred and resentment, and I get a lot of people got cheated on, a lot of people got lied to, a lot of people got, maybe that person did a lot of things to hurt them or whatever. Um, But there's a fine line, you love this person. A lot of times it's interesting how now you can hate this person. Now, I've, I've been seeing my friends even go through divorces the last decade after mine. And some I can tell they really have a lot of respect for each other and others do not. And it's horrible to see where you know, I even went to the courtroom with my ex-wife to get a divorce and we were hugging each other and going, getting ready to go to lunch. And I saw couples that had to have a lawyer talk for them. I'm like, how, how off the rails did this go where you can't even talk to this person anymore? I got to pay this guy to talk for me. So, um, no, this is a very interesting subject and I'm happy you got into it. Cause I know someone like yourself, it's it, let's face it. Times are moving so quickly. It's not like it was dating before. Right, right. You, you know, and the way you date, or the way you think you want to date, may be entirely different than the way kind of society is dating now. Right, some, and, right? And, and
0: that's, and I think that's really what it is. Is there are so many blurred lines. But going back to what you said, one of the things that actually um, got me to get over some of the things that I, because I, I, I'll be real, I had a an issue with my son's father. Mm when we first broke up. Um, And one of the things that got me through was when I heard someone say, you and another person would not have created your same child. Mm. Do you love your child unconditionally? Right, of course. And it's like, yeah, of course I do. What, What do you mean? Right. Well, if you got with someone else you would not have created that same person absolutely so why are you in so much resentment toward this person sure because guess what you don't have to be with them and you're not so why be in so much resentment
1: right right you're trying to get yeah and, and that's right. what
0: you have to look at in other words no not every divorce divorced couple or, or a broken up couple has children but if you have a child out of that union look at your child you love your child and i'm sure as much as you may have a problem with your other half Mm -hmm. or your former other half estranged whatever you want to call it they love your child as much as you do
1: yeah right absolutely so yeah a lot of people look at other people's behavior if, uh, after a breakup or divorce, they very seldom look at their own. And they also, a lot of times the relationship ended not just because of the other person, but because of them. And it's not easy, but one of the things when I went and had a divorce, I, I even thought I have two daughters. Statistically, the odds of one of them getting divorced is gonna probably maybe happen, maybe not, I hope not. I don't even know if marriage is for them. But my point being is how I handled my divorce I kind of wanted to set a tone because I've seen a lot of times throughout many years with a lot of my family members and friends that, you know, you can handle things differently. It was funny because when I was getting divorced they're like first everyone's shocked and then everyone's like, well, if you still get along and all this, why are you getting a divorce? I'm like, just because I'm getting a divorce doesn't mean I have to, you know, it has to be bad because people are just so used to it ending bad. And I'm, right. I'm still meeting with my ex-wife. We're still going to things together. I'm not, I'm not even though she ended up getting remarried before me and ended up having two children. And I'd love to go see those kids and hang out. And, you know, I look at it and say, too, you know, with if I didn't get a divorce, her other two sons wouldn't have been born. And my two daughters have two incredible brothers, you know, younger brothers that they love. And it kind of, you know, a lot of times we just look at the here and now, including me sometimes you just got to understand it is not meant to be forever relationships. Sometimes they are, but a lot of times they're not. I was with my ex-wife for a very long time, starting when we are teenagers. And then we just changed as people. I didn't want to, I wanted to do what I want to do. She wanted to do what she wanted to do. We both had respect for each other on that level. But yeah. You know, and, when, and that's, you know, that's really what it is, is the respect, the respect, yeah. the respect to say, I'm going to be in a, anything for the rest of my life is really a hard pitch. To say I'm going to be with one person that I can't control, that's going to evolve and going to change, every aspect of them is going to change. They're going to look different. They're going to act different. Their career is going to change. Each child I had, uh, that's going to change my relationship with whoever I'm with. It's going to change the environment, my finances, with whoever I'm with, career. All these things are always changing. Does that mean I'm going to line up with this person for the rest of my life? It's really a hard sell. I used to go for on in my book, Wingman, and I said every seven years, there should be a sign up to say, hey. You still want to be married or do you want out? like, it's a contract. But no, I but
0: you know what? You Someone know, actually realistic. just brought that up. Someone actually just brought that up. And that was, when you say I do, you have to remember to say I do to the person that they're going to become later.
1: Yeah. And you have no idea what that is. They could become an alcoholic, a drug addict, a thief, or they could become very religious or political on one end. That you there, There's so many things that are going to come in the future, especially if you plan on having kids. So you cannot control any of it. You can't. If marriage is a lifetime contract, let's call it for what it is. It's really not because if it can be broken, it's not lifetime. So it's really a contract that you're together until you don't want to be together. So do you really even need the contract? I don't know. It's for kind of the government to kind of, but, and then after. How can I put it? It is your, it's your call.
0: It's your call. And that's really what it is. It's your call
1: it's uh, a lot of times a piece of paper isn't going to change that person. If they're a cheater, they're a cheater. If they're a liar, they're a liar. If they're going to, who the hell knows? Sometimes we put too much value on signing something. I I used to goof around and say, listen, if someone truly loves you, you don't need the piece of paper to lock them in. If they're around, it's because they want to be around. If they have an easy option to dip, then you know what I'm saying? They're out
0: the door. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's kind of the, I look at it the other way around um where they're around because they want to be around not because they signed this paper and they're legally bonded to you I guess
0: and, and that's really what it is it's another and I think I think the thought process even in this day and time with a lot of the lines being blurred is getting a getting a person to marry you will make them stay that is not the case yeah. that is not the case that's why prenups and post-nups and all of those are so popular why yeah because what, what just in case somebody changes their mind, you know, after that 90 day annulment period.
1: Yeah, it, it, prenups are actually, I think for men and women, people underestimate maybe the value of those, right? Now, if you, if you're kind of cool and you both understand if you're getting married and being like, hey, if you've been divorced before, let's say my kids are getting all my shit when I die and my grandkids, nothing against you, right? And they understand they're giving all their stuff to their kids and it's not like, I'm gonna take your stuff. So if one passes away, I'm not gonna be taking the home away from you if you wanted to give it to your kids. Um, But I do think with, what was I gonna say? With, um, how was I gonna word this with, I may have to come back to it. Sometimes I have these blurs. When, with relationships, the prenup, a lot of times say me and you are in a relationship, right. And I make a hundred grand a year and she makes 50. And a lot of times you think that's going to be going on forever. So, but that woman may end up becoming a millionaire and you may only end up making 50 or, or become an alcoholic or have an issue. So I think a lot of times when people look at things at the here and now, and I just did a podcast on this, it's not always the here and now. And a lot of People underestimate where they're going to be in 10, 15, 20 years. You can become really like a famous podcaster, say, right? I'm just saying, say you're with somebody who makes more money than you. But in 10 years, you become a multimillionaire. A lot of people, you know, it's so if you prenumped someone prenumped you, you'd be like, I'm offended. Why would you want? I don't want your money. Or you start all these arguments. The truth is, it's kind of to protect each one of you in this day and age, a lot And your kids. So if you have kids, you want a prenup to say, I want to make sure that my possessions go to my child, not where I get married again and we tie everything together. I pass away or we get another divorce. Now I'm fighting over all your possessions or now I got to pay you alimony or there's all these different things where if you prenup, if you love each other, money shouldn't be an issue. And like I said at the beginning, just because one person's in a more powerful position, they may have a better home, a better car, make more money than you. Don't think it's always going to go that way especially with health and wellness. A lot of times, as you know, the person that you think is healthier than the other ends up being unhealthier in the future. So there's, um, you got to think about all these things. It's just reality. Right,
0: and, and and that's really what it is. That's really what it is. But one of one of the crazy things is I think we don't think, because we tend to want to protect the children. Of course. But we don't always think of and, and you know, this isn't always my big thing, but we don't think of a lot of times their emotional well-being. Sure. And that's why I love what you said about when you and your ex-wife divorced. In other words, it was amicable. It was nice. You can still hang out with her. You can still. She's your friend, of course. And. A lot of times there is scarring left because now the child feels like I have to pick mommy or I have to pick daddy, or there is some, some sort of, you know, I've, I've had, for those of you that don't know, I, I have, I get a lot of phone calls. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of phone calls for people asking for advice. And one of the, one thing that has been an infamous thing, especially among my male friends is the, she's keeping the child away from me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, as soon as, and women, I have to say this, this is a horrible thing. Yes, you are angry with him, but unless you know that this man is putting your child in some sort of danger right, or being quite negligent or Mm -hmm. something, anger is not a reason to utilize your child as a pawn or a tool to hurt Absolutely. your act. You know, someone just put something up on Facebook the other day, which I shared, which is child support is for non-supportive fathers, not for failed relationships. Mm. And that, that's what happens is a lot of women. They get right out of the relationship and the first thing they're running down to family court, like their butts on fire.
2: Yeah.
0: Going, okay, well, he broke up with me. Well, it's time for child support. Right. Now, what you don't realize, and for those that don't know, I don't know how it is in that state, but now you have to drag your child with you because they want to see the child. They want to see the state of your child.
2: Yeah. So
0: you're dragging your child back and forth to court you now have to put them they have to get their own which is considered a guardian ad litem. so they have now have another person that speaks for them on their behalf because guess what the courts know mommy and daddy are not acting rationally at this time right more than likely we're and we have we have to admit we have our own emotions
1: sure
0: so you're acting off of emotion she's acting off of emotion and no one's thinking, hey, the baby is suffering because now he's watching this fight go yeah. on. He's got all these scary people on his face. He's got social workers and lawyers and judges and people he doesn't understand asking him questions that he he or she probably doesn't have the answer to. Yeah.
1: And who knows what they've been going through? Because usually when you get a divorce, you probably should have gotten one two, three years earlier, right? So it's not just what they're going through after the breakup what were they going through when they were together the screaming the yelling the verbal abuse maybe um all those type of things a lot of this though i think comes down and we don't want to admit it it's money right yeah When the relationship ends am i going to get alimony child support who's getting the house uh i have all who's taking what on right financially a lot of times it's not easy on the mother a lot of times people underestimate it's not easy on the father either so it's not easy. It's not easy any way around. I don't care how yeah. you look at it in life. And um, it's a long road. But again, if you handle things correctly and before things too. Uh, again, the divorce, a lot of times, you know, is kind of coming. And at least when I was with my ex-wife, we had discussions on how to handle this. It wasn't shocking, even though it is kind of shocking, no matter how you look at it, getting a divorce when people aren't expecting it. But it was something that we talked about even at the beginning of of us getting married because she, like myself, her parents got divorced around the same age. So we kind of both grew up in divorce households. So we are like, hey, if we ever get a divorce, can we, you just not do this? And I won't do this. And let's let's kind of handle it this way and that way, even if this happens. And I, it was really kind of, and a lot of people like, why would you even talk like that? How can you, because it's supposed to be forever. You got to have some realistic approach at this. Because and, and, marriage, that, and
0: I think that's, yeah. I think that's the thing is we're buying into my favorite word, the Disneyfication of it all. In other words, everybody thinks after the wedding, it's going to be happily ever after. Yeah, And, and that's not it. That's not it. You have to be real with yourself, you know, and, and whether other things come into play, you just simply grow apart. You have to realize, in other words, those things have, they have a chance of happening.
1: Right. Absolutely. My mom so- had- my me, mom had, go ahead go ahead. Man. No, I'm just gonna say my mom, what was amazing about her, she let me still go with my father's family even when I wasn't seeing my father as much. So my father was busy, he was traveling, then he moved to Florida for a little bit and then he owned a nightclub and I would see him. But what was really wonderful is my mom still was very close with her sister-in-laws and brother-in-laws and still even hung with them. I went to family doings if she was invited, as long as it was, you know, my father was cool with it or whatever. But I also got to go on trips and go to South Florida with my family members and see all of them and go to their cottage. Uh, so my point being is I learned that from my mother being open minded to also give my children the freedom to not only be with my ex-wife, but also my ex-brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Because there's also those issues kind of get intertwined at a lot of times. Like, you can right. go with your mother, but I don't want you near them now. Or Those people. You know, all these type of things where if they're wonderful, a lot of people are want to be around your child after a divorce and loved your child. And instead of starting a war, not only with who your ex is, but you start a war with the entire family, which doesn't deserve right. it. Or even and friends. I think,
0: yeah yeah and and that's the thing is because think about it we're we get close with those aunts uncles and everything you know and how you now tell your child well you can't go see your favorite aunt you can't go see your favorite uncle or now you're trying to figure out they're trying to figure out why you know auntie so and so is the enemy
1: right yeah no yeah yeah it's not easy um it is what it is, though. You know, divorce. Everyone's divorce is different, right? Everyone's relationship is different. Everyone's the way every child handles it's different. So it's um, it's a learning. Every day is a learning. It's a process of just learning Definitely. every day. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how your ex is going to handle every situation. A lot of times, I you know, a lot of exes end up in bad situations, and instead of being happy after in a bad situation. I would rather help them to be in a better situation. So I tried to always accommodate my ex-wife through my, after being divorced, instead of making things harder. And she still does the same to this day. She still does my taxes for the love of God. So it sounds wow. funny, but it's instead of a lot of times making things worse, we always kind of tried to make things better. I remember even after my right. daughter, something happened with her car. I'm like, hey, I'm going out of town and take my car. So she had my car. And then if she, if she'd be like, um, I'm going out for a week. And I was flying into Florida. She's like, I'm leaving town for a week. Stay at my house. So I'd stay at her house with my kids. How, you know, and even my mother would come to town and stay with my ex-wife. My dad ended up moving by my ex-wife because he was so close with her and they loved being near each other. I used to say they like her better than me. But again, these are all things that I, hopefully my kids saw and even, the younger kids that are half brothers to my daughters, like they see how I love them and love my daughters. And I treat my, their mommy and their dad, you know, with a lot of respect and we have fun together. It's not misery and you drop me off. I don't want to see you. You got to, I mean, we all know those type of marriages and divorces. So, and they're going to happen, but anyways. That is
0: true. That is true. But, oh my goodness. I, I think now here's one that always comes up. Um, and I think even after divorce and even kids feel a little betrayed with this is when do you start dating?
1: Yeah. 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 You mean after your divorce?
0: After your divorce.
1: You know, it's, it's, you know, are you asking? I think it's, it's not again about dating, as you know, it's about meeting up with other people i really think especially after a divorce it's about building friendships i'll say it all day forget becoming a serial dater forget all that shit plus you need to protect yourself now you you're basically if you have a child you have one or i had two the last thing we want to do is get into a situation uh, especially a woman where who knows what the hell can happen to you that night so i'd be very protective of who i'm going to meet up i would only go with friends or groups for a long period of time I don't care if you go on Tinder or Bumble and you're alone and all that. I still think you need to protect yourself because there's a lot more on the table now than before. And the only one who's gonna protect you is you. But I definitely think it's more more about getting out there and kind of seeing what's out there and having fun. And also most people after divorce, they have so much resentment. Now they're carrying all that baggage to everyone else they meet. Take your time. I say a lot of times, like after I got a divorce for like a year, I didn't even date or do, I just did whatever I wanna do with my kids. I'm like, you know, I've been in this relation. I've been, you know, if you if you got friends with benefits or you got to fool around with somebody, I get it, whatever. But for the most part, I'm like, I'm not looking to get serious now. I want to meet a lot of different women that I haven't had an opportunity to meet maybe or hang out with girls that I knew were single that were fun, uh, travel some more, take my daughters. And again, if I'm friends with a lot of women, they knew I wasn't dating them. So I would take them to the mall to have lunch or we would go to other girls' houses for part, pool parties or we'd go to the park or we would, and it wasn't, I wasn't in a relationship, but I wanted to know I'm friends with women and that doesn't mean we're right, dating. Right. But I i had the freedom. Too many people either resent and hate everything or they jump into, you know, real quick. that They jump
0: uh, right into a new relationship.
1: They go right into another one in two months uh, because they're very, a lot of them are insecure and they don't want to be, they don't want to have an identity of being a single mother or being single in general. Cause they've been married. And I think part
0: of it is there's this stigma and, and, and again, this is something that's been helped along by social media, but the whole, well, you know, you shouldn't be a single mother. Well, at some point, if she gets divorced or someone leaves or whatever, she's going to be a single mother.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: that is okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Are you taking care of your children? Yeah. Are they well fed? are they well dressed do they have a roof over their head i yeah. mean there are a lot of awesome single moms out here going single to disneyland mom. going to disney world going yeah taking their trip, their kids on trips of a lifetime that they wished they would have gone on when they were younger so yeah, yeah. The, let's end the stigma of you know i don't want in other words one thing i think is to me, deal with the emotional baggage of what you took from that last relationship.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If you knew it wasn't an amicable breakup, deal with your hurt. Deal with the pain. Deal with that. To grieving. Jump into something. It's like grieving. And yeah. In other words, yeah, yeah, grieve it, grieve it, because we it don't. It is.
1: It's a death don't. of a relationship. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and that's the one thing is because I remember my mother when my her and my father got divorced and her thing was she says it feels like a funeral and you're the only one attending
1: yeah yeah
0: and and that's like okay but the one thing i do appreciate is that she did give herself that chance to grieve she didn't just jump into something
1: yeah i don't so
0: and and i think that's really what it is is give yourself that space give yourself time to heal
1: yeah, I think people too, and you could tell this, when they get a divorce, all of a sudden they wanna lose all this weight. You know, they wanna get sexy. <laughs> they start dressing differently. Their identity on social media and all these things change. I talk about it all the time. Um, you know, if is that you or is that not you? Are you just doing this to find another man? Or if a dude's doing it, a lot of men too, all of a sudden, middle-aged, they get divorced. All of a sudden, their whole, you know, they're buying a car. They're, they're living this unbelievable lifestyle. And I think, why weren't you doing that with your wife? Right. Same with the wife. Why did you, you know, and a lot of times I'll ask even the woman, like you lost all this weight. You look better than you've looked in a long time. Why didn't you do this before maybe in your relationship? I'm not saying you have to do it for your husband or your husband has to do it for your wife, but it was only when you talked to me, like, I wouldn't do that for him. I don't care about him. Well, now you're doing it for who? Like I get, you want to look better and everything, but you know, a lot of times, like the things we do after we do get divorced, or breakups, it's kind of very interesting, our behaviors. And I think,
0: yeah, because, you know, I think so. you said something and one of the things is I don't want to do that for him. So if you're doing it for you now, why weren't you doing it for you before?
1: That's my point. Exactly. So were you not taking care of yourself because you did, you res you resented him for not taking care of himself or, or, or you were insecure. If you thought, if you took care of yourself, you would think he thought you were cheating. I don't know what any of this is. But it's very interesting how a breakup or a divorce can change someone's identity So, from a social status, uh, especially a lot of mothers, I should say, more than I see men. Men, after a divorce, a lot of times kind of, I think, not always, kind of either go out and want to be a womanizer a little bit, but middle-aged dudes are kind of lazy they're kind of lost. They start just kind of hanging out with their buddies or go to a local pub, bar. It's not like most of them run to the gym and all of a sudden start grooming themselves. But I do see women, a big change in their behavior, a big change in the way they look. Um, and I always kind of find, is that legit or is that an act? What's kind of going it's on It's actually with that?
0: legit. And one of the, okay, here's one of the things. And I tell, I tell guys all this all the time, especially in this age of social media. If, you are mm-hmm. friends with your significant other on social media, and all of a sudden you start seeing all of these sexy selfies, and she's not talking to you as much. You need to find out what's going on because, more than likely, emotionally, she's checked out.
1: Yeah, yeah she's, she's, looking, for out. She, she's looking for attention somewhere,
0: she's looking for attention somewhere, and. I think that is the crazy part is she is looking for attention somewhere. So she's going to go for it wherever she can get it. Yeah. And so (laughs) you're you're not paying attention. You're saying, oh, my gosh, she looks amazing. And now here comes another argument. Well, I saw your social media post. Why don't you look like that for me? Hmm. Because she's checked out.
1: Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it 100%. It's, uh, it is interesting and believe me, I want everyone to look and feel their best. It's not that, but if what reason, again, are you doing it for yourself? Are you doing it to get more attention? Which is cool too. Do you want, maybe you want to, you, maybe you never had the opportunity to look better because maybe you were in a relationship where someone told you, you can't look like that and you allowed it. Uh, it's very interesting behavior after a divorce, uh, even, you know, it's just across the board, the resentment, the anger, um, the people's identities changing. It's quite interesting how that is. Um, and you don't realize a lot of people are seeing that from the outside looking in, which it's just the way it is, including your children. Like all of a sudden you have a nice mom now all of a sudden you're sexy mom. Yeah. I'm just saying your identity again could be, um, kind of bipolar a little bit where sometimes right, I right. too far same with the guy all of a sudden maybe I kind of went that too far because I was in the film and I moved to California and I was coming to Florida and before you know it you're with a lot of beautiful women and things and maybe my ex didn't think I would go that route but she knew kind of my lifestyle before that so I don't think she was a shock but at the same time I was kind of looked at as a Mr. Mom and now I'm not Mr. Mom um, so I got my identity changed as well, but I didn't do it necessarily for attention to that level. It was just, that was who I truly was. And I think after a divorce, a lot of people want to become who they truly are. And for a long period of time, we're kind of boxed in to being maybe this dad or this mom or this person that they weren't, or they didn't mind. But as time went on, they evolved into something that became quite boring, not only in their life, but to themselves. So that's all I got for you.
0: Yeah, that's really what that's really, but that's really what it is. They became boxed in and they're looking for something different.
1: Yeah, there's an escape there. There's no question. And sometimes getting a divorce, it, you know, for some people, it's relief, a relief. You know what I mean? To not necessarily always financially. Let's face it, a lot of times when you get a divorce, again, alimony, child support, or even the mother, the stress, the work, because a lot of times you did have double income and you can kind of bounce off each other. But if you've even split custody or one gets, a lot more time with the child than the other. Your whole life is upside down. Like you, you kind of underestimate how much the other person did for you. I think a lot of times when you were in that right. relationship, and that uh we, is true. we take a lot for granted on both ends. On both ends, like, wow, well, I forgot you do all this that. for me. I forgot. She, I now I see how much time and effort it takes to take care of you know a child. And what do I do with my two daughters? I'm a dude. Like I'm a guy now, and they're turning into teenagers. Okay, I go to a restaurant. I don't have my, their mother to bounce off of and say, hey, go do that with their mom or you take one, I take one. So it's not easy.
0: Yeah. Let's put it this way. I, I say, I say this to every dad that's got a little girl, try going, or even a mom that has a little boy, when they're old enough to go to their gender bathroom and they want to go in, remember how fun that is.
1: Yeah, that's fun. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, and it's fear. Let's face it, especially it doesn't matter if you have a boy or a girl, your husband's gonna be with another woman. Who knows what? You know what I'm saying? As he becomes older, do you trust that woman? Same with, you know, you the dad, if he's around these women and you got a son, or you got a woman, a girl, you know, you got a daughter, and who knows, you exactly. know, he's thinking, Who are you dating? Uh, because I don't want that dude near my daughter. It's a lot of things when you get divorced that you're dealing with emotionally. And, right. Uh, and
0: Guys, I do have to state this. There is a disclaimer. We're not talking about relationships where abuse is involved. Yeah. You're definitely not. I mean, in other words, if you are in a relationship that is abusive on either end, and let's be real, it can be man or woman, definitely make sure you are getting help. Do not just stay in that relationship. No one's saying, you know, you have to be. You know, you don't, can't have the feelings that you have toward your abuser. So you have, and we're just telling you, giving you our opinions on certain things. So please understand that. But in other words, we are talking about relationships where there wasn't any abuse involved.
1: Right. And, you know, it's funny you say that. Listen, guy, there's a lot of guys out there that do get abused physically and it's embarrassing for them to even talk about it or call the police or any of those things, it's not easy. I think a lot of times when we think of abuse in a relationship, it's always the woman, but I even know, I know one guy that had a divorce, his wife, because she was always physically abusing him. And then she was always waiting for a reaction so she could call the cops. Actually, a couple of my friends, even one out of the country. And she was always setting him up. But there's a lot of, you know, women that abuse men. And obviously a lot of men that abuse women. But, you know, it's it's tough. It's brutal. It's brutal on, on, on every end. But a lot of times, again, with men, they get embarrassed, but you may have to get a hold of that situation. You can't let somebody abuse you, in my opinion, physically, right in front of right. your children, because it usually just escalates and it gets worse. So,
0: right, and and that's the other thing, and especially if there are children involved, you definitely again want to make sure that the tone is right for your children, because at this point, maybe that person should be kept away from your children. Again, right. we are not talking about situations where abuse is involved, right.
1: Yep, that's it.
0: So that's it for Queen Pin and the Wingman 100% authentic.
2: Hello everyone, you're listening to Queenpin and the Wingman, 100% authentic. This time we're talking something a little taboo, a little controversial. I mean, everyone does it at some point, or a lot of people do it at some point, but we just don't want to talk about it, especially with each other and with our children. I'm talking about having a relationship or you know have getting remarried after having a divorce what it's like what dating's like and what all those amazing things that can happen after you've gotten out of this long-term relationship or again after getting out of a marriage so let's take a moment out and we'll be right back